To a Skylark by P.B. Shelley Read for LibriVox.org by Winston Tharp Hail to thee, blithe spirit, bird thou never wert, that from heaven or near it pourest thy full heart in profuse strains of unpremeditated art. Higher still and higher from the earth thou springest, like a cloud of fire the deep blue thou wingest, and singing still doth soar and soaring ever singest. In the golden lightning of the sunken sun, o'er which clouds are brightening, thou dost float and run like an embodied joy whose race is just begun. The pale purple even melts around thy flight, like a star of heaven in the broad daylight. Thou art unseen, but yet I hear thy shrill delight. Keen as are the arrows of that silver sphere whose intense lamp narrows in the white dawn clear, until we hardly see, we feel that it is there. All the earth and air with thy voice is loud, as when night is bare, from one lonely cloud the moon rains out her beams, and heaven is overflowed. What thou art we know not. What is most like thee? From rainbow clouds there flow not drops so bright to see as from thy presence showers a rain of melody. Like a poet hidden in the light of thought, singing hymns unbidden, till the world is wrought to sympathy with hopes and fears it heeded not. Like a high-born maiden in a palace tower, soothing her love-laden soul in secret hour with music sweet as love which overflows her bower. Like a glowworm golden in a dell of dew, scattering unbeholden its aerial hue among the flowers and grass which screen it from the view. Like a rose embowered in its own green leaves, by warm winds deflowered, till the scent it gives makes faint with too much sweet these heavy winged thieves. Sound of vernal showers on the twinkling grass, rain awakened flowers, all that ever was, joyous and clear and fresh, thy music doth surpass. Teach us, sprite or bird, what sweet thoughts are thine. I have never heard praise of love or wine that panted forth a flood of rapture so divine. Chorus, hymeneal, or triumphant shant, matched with thine, would be all but an empty vaunt, a thing wherein we feel there is some hidden want. What object are the fountains of thy happy strain? What fields or waves or mountains? What shapes of sky or plain? What love of thine own kind? What ignorance of pain? With thy clear, keen joyance, languor cannot be. Shadow of annoyance never came near thee. Thou lovest, but ne'er knew love's sad satiety. Waking or asleep, thou of death must deem things more true and deep than we mortals dream. Or how could thy notes flow in such a crystal stream? We look before and after and pine for what is not. Our sincerest laughter with some pain is fraught. Our sweetest songs are those that tell of saddest thought. Yet if we could scorn hate and pride and fear, if we were things born not to shed a tear, I know not how thy joy we should ever come near. 
Better than all measures of delightful sound, better than all treasures that in books are found, thy skill to poet were, thou scorner of the ground. Teach me half the gladness that thy brain must know. Such harmonious madness from my lips would flow, the world should listen then, as I am listening now. Love's Philosophy Recording by Leonard Wilson The fountains mingle with the river, and the rivers with the ocean. The winds of heaven mix forever with a sweet emotion. Nothing in the world is single. All things by a law divine in another's being mingle. Why not I with thine? See, the mountains kiss high heaven, and the waves clasp one another. No sister flower could be forgiven if it disdained its brother. And the sunlight clasps the earth, and the moonbeams kiss the sea. What are all these kissings worth, if thou kiss not me? End of Love's Philosophy by Percy Bysshe Shelley Tonight Swiftly walk o'er the western waves, spirit of night, Out of the misty eastern cave, Where all the long and lone daylight Thou wovest dreams of joy and fear, Which make thee terrible and dear, Swift be thy flight. Wrap thy form in a mantle gray, star inwrought. Blind with thine hair the eyes of day. Kiss her until she be wearied out. Then wander o'er city and sea and land, Touching all with thine opiate wand. Come, long sought. When I arose and saw the dawn, I sighed for thee. When light rode high, and the dew was gone, And noon lay heavy on flower and tree, And the weary day turned to his rest, Lingering like an unloved guest, I sighed for thee. Thy brother Death came and cried, Wouldst thou me? Thy sweet child sleep, the filmy-eyed, Murmured like a noontide bee, Shall I nestle near thy side? Wouldst thou me? And I replied, No, not thee. Death will come when thou art dead, Soon, too soon. Sleep will come when thou art fled. Of neither would I ask the boon I asked of thee, beloved night. Swift be thine approaching flight. Come soon, soon. End of Tonight by Percy Bysshe Shelley Recording by Leonard Wilson of Springfield, Ohio Ode to the West Wind by Percy Bysshe Shelley Read for LibriVox.org by Capricia Page One O wild west wind Thou breath of autumn's being, Thou from whose unseen presence the leaves dead Are driven like ghosts from an enchanter fleeing, Yellow and black and pale and hectic red, Pestilence-stricken multitudes 
O thou who charietest to their dark wintry bed the winged seeds, where they lie cold and low, each like a corpse within its grave, until thine azure sister of the spring shall blow her clarion over the dreaming earth, and fill, driving sweet buds like flocks to feed the air, with living hues and odors, plain and hill. Wild spirit, which art moving everywhere, destroyer and preserver, here, oh, here. Two. Thou on whose stream, mid the steep sky's commotion, loose clouds like heaven's decaying leaves are shed, shook from the tangled boughs of heaven and ocean, angels of rain and lightning. There are spread on the blue surface of thine airy surge, like the bright hair uplifted from the head of some fearsome menad, even from the dim verge of the horizon to the zenith's height, the locks of the approaching storm. Thou dirge of the dying year, to which this closing night will be the dome of a vast sepulchre, vaulted with all thy congregated might of vapors, from whose solid atmosphere black rain and fire and hail will burst. Oh, here. 3. Thou who didst waken from his summer dreams the blue Mediterranean, where he lay, lulled by the coil of his crystalline streams, beside the pumice island in Bayes Bay, and saw in sleep old palaces and towers quivering within the waves in tenser day, all overgrown with azure moss and flowers so sweet the sense faints picturing them. Thou from whose path the Atlantic's level powers cleave them into chasms, while far below the sea blooms and the oozy woods which wear the sapless foliage of the ocean, Know thy voice, and suddenly grow gray with fear, and tremble, and despoil themselves. Oh, hear! For If I were a dead leaf, thou mayest bear. If I were a swift cloud to fly with thee, a wave to pant beneath thy power, and share the impulse of thy strength, only less free than thou, O oh, uncontrollable, if even I were as in my boyhood, and could be the comrade of thy wanderings over heaven, as then, when to outship thy skyey speed, scarce seemed division, I would ne'er have striven as thus with thee in prayer in my sore need. O oh, lift me as a wave, a leaf, a cloud, I fall upon the thorns of life, I bleed. A heavy weight of hours has chained and bowed one too like thee, tameless and swift and proud. 5. Make me thy lyre, even as the forest is. What if my leaves are falling like its own? The tumult of thy mighty harmonies will take from both a deep autumnal tone, 
sweet though in sadness. Be thou, spirit fierce, my spirit. Be thou me, impetuous one. Drive my dead thoughts over the universe, like withered leaves, to quicken a new birth. And, by the incantation of this verse, scatter, as from an inextinguished hearth, ashes and sparks, my words among mankind. Be through my lips to unawakened earth the trumpet of a prophecy. O wind, if winter comes, can spring be far behind? End of poem. This recording is in the public domain.